is um, one of our elders of Blazing Fire who happens to be uh, a part of a team with Todd that's that's doing an amazing job with our teenagers and wildfire. That's, uh, um, but most of all, uh, Karina is just a lover, a deep, deep, deep lover of God. And every time she speaks, um, she, she communicates the wonderful truths um, that set us free and, and cause us to enjoy the Lord even more. So open up your hearts to what the Holy Spirit wants to say to you through Karina. Holy Spirit, touch Karina and bless her, and let's honor her. Let's honor Karina Lout. encouraged by those testimonies, <laughs> Trevor, so I was just, oh, when the fire of the Lord comes, you stop, you duck and tuck and roll, <laughs> that was so good, <sighs> good, good to be in this family room with you guys tonight, so um, Monday night at Wildfire, we just, the presence of God was so, so thick, right guys? And uh, it's Justin's fault, he started it. But um, everybody wave to Justin over there. He's one of our leaders. <laughs> so God just came uh, with this ooey gooey, all we could describe it as is marshmallowy love. And uh, so I'm just feeling that again, and I want you guys to all join me. Why not? We have fun at church. Were you here last week? So Todd's going to play this song first of all, and we're just going to just join me in jumping in the ooey-gooey marshmallow we love. It'll help me too. So it's a Joanne McFadder song. Some of you may know. Surround me. Like a marshmallow, your name surrounding me, just like a big old marshmallow. I'm engulfed, or in the middle of your name, and I feel you all around me, just like a marshmallow. some chocolate and some graham crackers and ooh, it just makes me want to some more, some more, Lord. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for your presence that we just sometimes don't have the right religious words for. It's just like ooey-gooey, marshmallowy goodness. So thank you for your presence. It's all about your presence. And and we do run into your name, God. We run right into your name. And that's all that you are, all that you have for us, where there's life. Your name is life. And everything that we could ever ask or want, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So I just ask for the rest of the night that we would just experience you in a deeper way. God, ways that we just don't have language for. Thank you, God. You're so, 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 so good. So, um, <laughs> so during our, um, we went, we had an elder retreat in January, and um, 
so it's kind of the start to where I want to talk tonight. Um, I saw these gold coins dipped in blood, and um, they were bought and purchased for us. And so the Lord had us each pick up a coin, and we knew which one was designated for each of us. So it wasn't strange to us at all. It's, you know, as elders, we do these prophetic acts, so we're just, why not? Let's pick up our gold coin. So one side of the coin was unique in that it was, um, it had a symbol of our family crest and our generational blessings and our inheritance. And then the other side was what unites us all um, in Christ, and they're all identical. So as we picked up the coin, uh, it was imprinted in the palm of our hands. It became a part of us. So I knew there was something really significant about that, and God was going to show me more. So, um, and as a body and for each of us personally. So let's get back to, down to March. A few months later, Todd and I were in Hawaii, and I'll, he's going to share about that in a little bit. And so um, the first day we were there in our hotel room, a gold coin appeared on the floor. And it was a Japanese yen. And so, <laughs> pretty cool. So then that night, um, I woke up in the middle of the night. There was five huge angels that walked into our room, which I feel like they're here right now. <laughs> So they walked into our room, and um, by the way, the gold coin is five yen. And um, it also, here it is right here. <laughs> it's right here. And so, um, oh, I'm Japanese, yes. Uh, <laughs> and it has a hole in the middle of it, and so this is what I saw during our elder retreat, that it was nail-pierced like that, so it was pretty significant, kind of just blew me away a little bit there. So God started speaking to me about our inheritance and our identity, how tied in they are together, and um, about our building, how, oh, our building was already bought and paid for. There's no doubt about it. It's, it's there for us. And um, then blue light started streaming from the angel's hands, and it was just so bright. I was like, sure, Todd was going to wake up. It just it lit up the room. So I, you know, I used to see kind of a lot, angels and stuff, but it had been quite a while, so it was pretty impacting for me, and the whole coin and all. So, um, with that, you know, the natural realm il illustrates the spiritual realm. So, I just want to say that, you know, when we have supernatural encounters and experiences, it's not um, like a means to reveal some new thing about God that didn't already exist, because he is who he is, and and so it's the Holy Spirit's job to just simply unveil what's already ours, what God has done for us, and what God is like. So the encounters and all that stuff, it's just uh, should always point you to the truth, the truth of the word and the truth of what Christ has done for you. So I just want to say that, and that when we, um, you know, we ask for more, that we're aware that Christ has done everything for us. Everything we could possibly ask or want, he's already given it to us. And he wants us to experience it, too. We get to experience it. So that's the fun part. And uh, there's just no end to God. There's no end to him. So I want to talk about our inheritance. It's what is our inheritance? So turn to Ephesians 1, verse 3. I don't have a clicker, so I'm going to keep pointing to that cute guy back there. So Ephesians 1, verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Christ himself, by which he made us accepted. You are accepted in the beloved. Every single one of you are accepted. So our inheritance is every spiritual blessing. As his children, we get every spiritual blessing. So uh, Galatians 4 verse 7 says, Therefore, you are 
no longer a slave, but a son. I love this. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. And then in another translation, it says, your sonship qualifies you to immediately participate in all the wealth of God's inheritance, which is yours because of Christ. So we are recipients of everything the Father has given the Son. Everything. We get to receive it all. All the eternal promises, every spiritual blessing. So in the Old Testament, inheritance is referred to as your bloodline connection. But in the New Testament, because of Jesus, we get everything through his shed blood on the cross. And he's made a covenant with us and we get to receive everything through his blood, through Christ. <laughs> so this is what, what unites us all as a family. It's the spirit of adoption where we cry out, Abba, we are all connected through the spirit of adoption. We get to receive uh, something that we did nothing for. <laughs> you can't earn it, you can't purchase it, you can't <laughs> contend for it, and you all know this is our message, but just a reminder, there's nothing we could do to earn it. Nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Um, we, but we do. We feel like we have to earn something that we're never meant to work for. But we, we have all, you know, we, we work real hard and, and use all of our own efforts to gain something that's already ours. So what is ours? Um, Psalm 2 says, ask of me and I will give you the nations. All he says is ask. Ask of me and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the ends of the earth for your possession. We inherit the whole earth because Christ has been appointed heir of all things and we are joint heirs with Christ. All that's his is ours. And it's a free gift. So, you know, when something's free, we question, how can that be free? I don't know. There must be something attached to it. And um, we, Todd and I had a, he was cleaning out the garage. I shouldn't say I was, he was cleaning out the garage. And uh, I was watching. So he, <laughs> which it seems like we have to do a lot. Do you guys ever have to clean your garage out a lot? Like, we just cleaned that. And how did it become a mess again? So anyway, <laughs> Todd likes to take everything out and put it in the driveway and put it on the lawn. And so people start driving up. Yard sale. They think we're having a yard sale. <laughs> Funny. No yard sale, just cleaning. But we thought, hey, let's just start giving stuff away for free. So uh, there was this one really sweet family, and they drove up, and they thought, oh, yard sale. We said, oh, no, just take this, take this, take that. <laughs> and they're like, what? It's free. You know, the look on their faces. How could something be free? But, you know. It is. It's a free gift. Your inheritance is a free gift, so just take it. Thanks, Papa. I take that. I don't have to do anything to earn it. So Colossians 1, verse 12 says, The Father has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. So you are qualified through your oneness with Christ. You're one with him. You all have access to it. There's unlimited access to every single room in Papa's house. He has lots of rooms, and you get to go there anytime you want. He takes you there once, and that's where you get to live. You go there all the time, anytime you want. Ah, even now. So, yeah. So someone has to die for something to be passed on. Jesus, his death on the cross was our sufficient payment for us to live like this, with an open hand, and an open heaven over us forever. He did it all for us. You're qualified. You know, you're even given your official death certificate because <laughs> you died with him, and you're given a new birth certificate as you're raised with him. I turned uh, 20 last uh, Thursday because <laughs> I just celebrated 20 years of knowing God. Yeah. So uh, kind of, yeah awesome. So I got my new birth certificate, and that's exactly what it's like. So, you know, you're all qualified, and there's nothing that you could ever do that would disqualify you. I, um, to be honest, I just, I have insecurities, and, um, I just think, oh gosh, do I measure up? Am I enough? All those 
that emotional traffic? Am I enough? I don't know. What else can I do? What else can I be? I don't know. Don't feel like enough a lot. I shouldn't say a lot of times. It's less and less. So um, I just want to tell you that you are enough. We are all enough. We're here. We're enough. He, Papa, loves us. And you are all completely qualified. Yes. So now to this other side of the coin. This is my inherited family blessings. So um, the earthquake in Japan, the tsunami, was surprisingly, it was like a kind of a reminder of all these amazing blessings that flow to me through my family line. And uh, I thought, wow, through a tragedy, I could see triumph. But it's, it's all about perspective. As Shandy and Trevor were talking about, it's, it's about perspective, how you see things. So, so uh, this is a picture of my family. And I love this picture because it's my grandma's kind of in the front there, and she's holding my aunt. My mom's next to her. So this is my family blessings that come through my line. And um, my grandma, she was put in an internment camp uh, in her senior year um, after the attack on Pearl Harbor. So it's, it's pretty cool, though. Like, when I ask her about it, she says, oh, it's not, it wasn't bad, actually. I got to learn all these trades, and it wasn't bad. And, and I just think, wow, this is your senior year, and she just has this amazing perspective. So I'm just blown away by that. Um, and then, you know, you guys watch the news coverage after the earthquake, and all these stories of kindness and integrity begin to emerge. And you just see people sharing the food and water they have with others. And they're uh, waiting in these long lines for aid. And they're not complaining. There's no rioting. They're just so composed. And, and who they are just comes to the surface. So um, if you want to see some good news, I'm going to play a video clip for you. It's Diane Sawyer. And so we all like to hear good news. You don't want to hear all the bad stuff, right? So here's, some, here's a neat clip on um, the aftermath. There's a Japanese proverb that after a great storm, you can see more clearly where there is solid ground. As I traveled around this region, here's some of what I saw. Here in the landscape left behind by the storm without pity, Hello. the people here show what has always been at the heart of the Japanese culture. You need the food. You need the food. Oh, we're fine. We have enough for us. We want to share. In Japan, Shinto Buddhist and Confucian traditions promote considering community when you consider yourself. We saw this video on YouTube the moment after the earthquake interrupted a graduation ceremony. A brief moment of confusion and then everyone working together to clear the rubble. The prime minister used the phrase in announcing the blackouts he said would be required because of the shortage of electricity. This is the toughest and the most difficult crisis for Japan. But now we learn the government ordered blackouts don't have to happen because the people voluntarily stopped using non-essential power. This is a shelter. Some of these people here for days and look. It's recycling, yeah. organized for recycling. Plastic, barnab combustible barnable canes. The Japanese call it itai. It means to come together as one body. And something else astonishing after a disaster, not a single reported case of looting in a country of 128 million people. Instead, we saw astonishing patience and order, the long lines everywhere outside the grocery store for basics. You never believe this mother and so many others patiently hold their children for three hours while waiting to get food. <laughs> <laughs> and before we leave, a new mother traveling the day the earthquake struck, giving birth amid the aftershocks, saying, I hope the baby is strong and brings me hope to Japan. Isn't that awesome? I love that. New hope. I mean, my gosh. Who you are as a person and as a group of people will rise to the surface in the midst of a storm. And so the Japanese flag represents the land of the rising sun. 
and they're known for their kindness. So I just say, yeah, I receive all those blessings, all those attributes, you know, for me through my Japanese heritage, and um, and I can pray from a place of authority for the people of Japan. So my sweet, sweet friend Suzanne Choi says, not on my watch. And so that's exactly the stance I take. So I want us to all stand right now. And since I have you all here, you're going to pray with me for Japan. We're going to make some declarations. So if you have a drum, you can go ahead and drum. Thank you, Lord. Okay, Eric, will you come up here and pray with me, maybe? Eric has a heart for nation, so why not? Yay, Eric. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your people, Jesus. And there's the Japanese flag back there, so we just bless you, Japan. We bless you, Japan. We bless your land, the land of the rising sun. We say, rise again, Japan. Rise again, Japanese people, and know that the sun rises over you. The sun rises over you. Thank you, Lord. We just say new hope, new hope that new life would come, that you would be known for triumph and not tragedy. You will not be known as the people that suffered in this uh, disaster. You will be known as a people who triumphed, who were victorious. Thank you, Lord. God, new hope in Japan, Lord Jesus, God. We thank you so much for that nation, Lord God, the nation you love, Lord Jesus, God. God, just after watching that video, God, it's so inspiring, God, Lord, that all the people are just working together, Lord Jesus, and no one's looting, no one's doing, like, none of that stuff. They're just, they're just being respectful, God, to each other. I think that's so awesome, God. Just pray that you bless them, Lord Jesus, God. More of your love, Lord Jesus, God. Impact that nation, Lord God. Continue to comfort the loved ones, Lord Jesus, that have lost people, Lord Jesus. God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that that anything that um come up from like like cancer or anything that's uh, risen up from uh, from all the nuclear uh, uh, disorders up there, God, I just pray there be healings, Lord God, Jesus. More healings, Lord Jesus, God. More of just you, God, breaking into that nation, Lord God. New hope in Japan, Lord God. We thank you so much for that nation, Lord God. Let that nation, Lord God. Be one that changes the world, helps change the world, Lord Jesus, God, and have a wor- world that turns back to you, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just have one more person come up. If you have it on your heart to pray, come on up. Or if you're Japanese, you're welcome to come up and pray. Thank you, Lord. Bless the land. We just say peace to the land. <laughs> Okay, um, we were interceding for Japan at my church, and we, um, while we were praying, my little sister had a vision, and in this vision, we're interceding, we're interceding and declaring things over Japan, and she saw a dragon over the island. He was wrapped around the island, his tail was wrapped around, and he just had his claws dug, dug deep into the soil of the land, and um, as we kept praying and declaring, um, the dragon was just smirking like, mm-mm. I'm not letting go. And all of a sudden, we were, I, think, I believe we were declaring the, you know, the Lord to shine on the land. And this bright light ap- appeared in the sky, and it was the Lord. And he just beamed down on the enemy right in the eye and just blinded him. He, was, he got really dizzy, and his grip started loosening. And all of a sudden, he was just being lifted and lifted until he was hurled away from the island. And so that's really cool, you know, as, the, as Japan was going through that. And also, um, someone else... In the same group of ladies that we were praying, they had the same vision that I had, which was of a, like a harvest of souls just coming up, rising up out of the land from this island, just people, be, people just being lifted up um, from the land. So, yeah, just release. We agree with heaven. We agree with what God is doing over Japan. We say, yes, let the enemy be smited. Let him be blinded and let his grip be loosed in the name of Jesus. We declare freedom over Japan. And we agree with the, with the harvest that the Lord is bringing there. And we say, yes, come into the kingdom. We call you into the kingdom, the people of Japan. 
We welcome you into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. This is Vicki. I'm half Japanese also. And I want to pray for Japan. Father, I thank you for the Japanese people and for their um, humbleness. Lord Jesus, I pray that you'll take the veil off their eyes and let them see who you are. And Father, I pray that they'll see that um, worshiping their ancestors or worshiping Buddha is doing nothing for them. But you love them. You love them. And I pray that you'll give them a revelation of who you are. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Japan, we say you are the land of the rising sun. Not only the land of the rising S-U-N, but the land of the rising S-O-N. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we call you to Jesus. We call you and tell you you are blessed. You are his beloved. You are the ones he cares for. He is with you. We call you to see who you are and to come into who he's calling you to be. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness over Japan. We bless them. And we eagerly await more stories of how you've come and brought restoration in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thanks, guys. That just felt so good to do that, didn't it? Feel good? Yes. <laughs> we have authority. God's told us we've inherited the earth, nations. So that's we come from a place of knowing what we've been given and who God is. So Todd, Todd's um, comes from a long line of of pastors and Christians, and so instead of feeling like, gee, I wish wish I had that in my family history at all, but I say, wow, thank you, Lord, that I get to be the first to start this line of Christianity in my family. Thank you, God. Yes. So, yeah. My, um, my parents didn't raise me to know Jesus, but I still get to honor who they are. My dad, oh, I always talk so highly of my dad because he's just so kind and he's so compassionate and he, he just says, uh, he has a really huge heart for justice. And so this is where we get to honor people for who they are and, and what they carry instead of what we think they don't. So um, if, you know, if you've ever had that in your family line, like, gee, I, I just don't really see the blessings that flow through my family. I just encourage you, take the time now. Jesus, just show me what are the blessings that, that flow through my family because they are there. It's, it's not hard to find. They, they're there. You can see it really easily so um and and ask god where do i come from where do you guys come from what is your history what what blessings flow through you i see a lot as i look around this room so um i was talking about that hawaii trip earlier and so i'm gonna have todd come share for a minute about this testimony of of how we went to hawaii and all from prayers from his dad yep there's a picture up there of um, Honolulu, Waikiki Beach. This is where we went in March. So, <laughs> welcome, Todd. Hello. <laughs> I mean, aloha. <laughs> what was that? Mahalo. Yeah, mahalo for your honor. <coughs> <coughs> My, my voice is trying to take off, so just bear, bear with me. Uh, so, so uh, as most of you know, my dad, um, a year ago, my dad uh, was told, you know, he's, he's got a few months to live with some cancer that came on. And, <coughs> and um, <coughs> he actually died even quicker than they said, but, uh, but he's with Jesus now. 
But uh, in June last year, we were out in, in Missouri where my folks live and um, visiting them. And we were sitting on the porch, and uh, I felt it was significant to tell this part, too, that I was, um, it was a night where I'm just sitting out there with my dad, and he is wanting to discuss his future f- funeral plans. <laughs> and I thought, you gotta, this is so weird, weird. And, uh, but we did, and, and it was kind of cool at the same time to sit there and listen to what he wanted. And, uh, <coughs> and um, but I, but I, I, I ended up telling him some things that I misperceived or in my heart or I judged him for even in my heart growing up and that that actually were the good things that I should have I, I won't go into details but but I was I judged him for some things um, just a little bit in my heart that actually were lessons for me for there were good things that he had about him and I made a couple of vows about not being like that when actually God told me you, you better get rid of that vow because there's some amazing stuff. So I'm talking with my dad about these things and confessing, and we just had an amazing time talking. Then he starts talking about a trip that he and my mom had gone on a year prior to this uh, to Hawaii for the first time. And he goes, Todd, you have to go to Hawaii. You have to, you know. And my first thought is, I don't have the money to go down to Hawaii, but that's awesome, you know. <clears throat> and he goes, I'm going to pray that you will have the money to go, that you'll be able to go to Hawaii. He said, in fact, I'm going to intercede from heaven that you go to Hawaii, you know, <clears throat> and and I, I felt that awesome hope inside, even though my, my part of my brain was going, that's nice, <laughs> but the something in my spirit was going, yeah, uh, and then, you know, he, he passed away in August, uh, or I mean, sorry, in July. And uh, this, uh, right before Christmas time, um, there's a there's a couple that's older than us that it's been kind of like a kind of like a mom and pop type to us. Um, they take us out to dinner one night, and they said, "Hey, guess what? We are gonna send you to Hawaii <laughs> with everything paid, everything, Ev- even our food there. I mean, everything." <laughs> um, and so we come home from hearing this news and. We're looking at each other like, Does that, did that just happen? You know, and I think Karina goes, your dad, your dad's praying this, remember? I went, oh my gosh. <coughs> Thank you. <laughs> so uh, we went uh, in March, and we had the time of our lives. We had a blast. And so uh, when we're given favor, we're now responsible to give the same favor away so it doesn't end with us. Right. Okay, it's not Oprah, it's not all going to Australia. <laughs> but, but of the increase of his government in peace, there will be no end. There's no end to it. So we thought we would just do a little prophetic act here and uh, just throw some of these out to you and say, hey, you can go to Japan too. Yeah. Woo! I mean, Japan, Hawaii, Hawaii. I got Japan on the mind. Yeah. Yeah. So here, this is a prophetic act that you all get to go to Hawaii too. Yes, yes, yes. Here. This isn't working out so well. Here, honey. (laughs) Yes. So there's only increase. Oh, Kat needs one of these. Come on, Kat and momentum and acceleration. (laughs) This is the way of the kingdom. There's only increase. So we just bless you with that same favor and say, you get to rest, you get a vacation. So just take that and enjoy it. Thank you, Lord. Thanks. (laughs) Why not? We had glow sticks last week. We can have Hawaiian lays this week. So we're, we're never meant to take our inheritance and put it in a time capsule waiting for someone to discover it. It's, it's, that would undermine everything Jesus paid on the cross for us to enjoy right now in the present. So enjoy him. Take what's yours. And don't make apologies for it. Don't say, oh, gee, I don't deserve that. Hey, take it. So... 
So, so in God, there is no time or space in God. So the future is now and present. And I can't remember who said this, but they said, we own in the present what is not yet. So Jesus was and he is and he is to come. The future is now and present. So the Bible is a history book. It's like a record of all the battles won, of mistakes not to repeat, of what Christ has done for us. And it's a, it, he, he is, it's a guidebook. It's saying, this is how you live in the present. This is how free people should live. The Old Testament is not a guidebook of how to live. It's amazing, wonderful, good stuff in there. But God's saying, this is how free people should live. And then he is to come. So he is, is to come, that part of him. He's that right now in the heavenlies. Jesus is to come. And there's so much more to him, too. So... If we are joint heirs with Christ, and we are a royal priesthood, we, we have every spiritual blessing, and we sit next to Jesus at the right hand of God, and we get to intercede from that place, then God has given us the honor to steward tomorrow, today. It's such an honor. So inheritance is not a way of, of retirement. Uh, I think Bill Johnson said that. It's not a way to retire. Hey, I am not retiring anytime soon. So uh, with inheritance comes responsibility, and that may sound a little, oh, works? No, not works. It's, it's stewarding what's been given to us. So um, it's not about what you go get, you know. You don't have to get anything, but it's, it's what's already been given to you. What has God given to you? He's given us the whole earth to inherit. He even inherited the earth. So, um, yeah, we're responsible to spread the good news, <laughs> to bless nations. Yeah, I like to definitely rest in him. It all comes from a place of rest. And, um, yeah, Can we go to the next slide. Yeah, so um, when you hear the economy is collapsing and the world is falling apart, Brent talked about that a little bit at the beginning, we are hearing a lot of that. Everything's falling apart. And so what's your response? It's, I don't think so. <laughs> That's my response. And so is that ignorance or is that living from a place like, wow, I am really seated with Christ? I think it's the latter. We're seated with Christ. So if you want to keep focused in, on all of these horrible things that are happening, it does, after a while, get a little bit, you know, makes you feel a little down. But we are called to be the solution. God, I think it's Graham Cook, he says he's not going to show you a problem if he's not prepared for you to be the solution, and we are the solution. So um, we've said that I don't think so lots of times. Like, um, when our kids were little, they would say, oh, just wait till they're teenagers. You'll see with that real negative tone. And we said, I don't think so. I do not receive that. And I think we have some pretty amazing kids myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sierra was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy as a baby. And we said, I do not think so. No, I don't think so. And she does not. <laughs> So um, we, oh, with all these tornadoes, we were just reflecting on how when we lived in Missouri and we had a tornado rip through our um, modular home park. It's not a, okay, it was a mobile home park. <laughs> we <laughs> but we like to call it modular home. But anyway, so when we lived in Missouri, this tornado just came ripping through our park and we just began to pray and we said, oh, uh-uh, I do not think so. And, it, you know, it can be a little jarring it sounds like a lion roaring it's it's pretty loud and jarring so we just said no don't think so it will not come near us and so um, after it passed our our home was completely spared and it, unfortunately most of the other homes were pretty uh, damaged or just you know a little gone so we have the authority and um, so let's just do it one more time let's just go ahead and say, not on my watch, and let's go ahead and stand up one more time. So all these tornadoes that think they're going to just keep sweeping through, uh-uh, no more. 
No, I do not think so. <laughs> So if you have a shofar, you could just uh, blow it if you don't mind. Jesus, we thank you that you are not wringing your hands worried. Jesus, thank you that you have full authority, and we have full authority with you as joint heirs with Christ. And so we bless the land. We say peace to the land. Peace be still and know that God loves you. Peace to the land. Thank you, Lord. Peace to the weather. Wow. We tell those tornadoes to go and that you will come to nothing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let your face shine over the Midwest. Let your sun shine over the Midwest. Restore hope. Thank you, Father. You are the master builder. Rebuild cities that have been broken, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We choose to see from your perspective, God. Thank you, Father. You are so good. Let your goodness just reign through the Midwest and all over the United States. In Jesus' name, more, Lord. God, we just bless that land, and we ask that you would send your mighty angels to go and just um, yeah, bless the land and take control of the atmosphere. We pray that you would just bring order to the land, order to the atmosphere, order to the, um, the heavens, that it would come in agreement all together with the land, the atmosphere, and the heavens, that it would be all in agreement, and everything in between, the people, the animals, would be in agreement with heaven in the name of jesus we would just bring down heaven in that area in the name of jesus and at the same time the light would shine in all those areas and every person would person would even have dreams of you the one true god in the name of jesus we speak peace to the land peace to the minds peace to the souls peace to the spirits we say peace in the name of jesus yes thank you god <laughs> Oh, I could just feel it now, just the peace coming, just the gentle whispers of God blowing through the land. We bless you, Midwest, in Jesus' name. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, so, so when we prophesy over a group of people, over a country, over a nation, and uh, we're making a deposit into the next generation, making a deposit into people that we'll never even know. So God wants us to um, live for those that went before us and for those that will come after us, our children's children, considering them. So we, um, this is a what better time, Memorial Day weekend. Thank you, Lord. We just honor all of those that gave their lives for our freedom. So Todd and I, we just feel so committed to making sure that his dad's legacy of just the father's heart and love and and all that just gets carried on and that our children's children will know who they are and know all that Christ has done for them. So that's how we live. Um, our wildfire slide. So um, we, we often share with um, our wildfire kids how it all began as kingdom training in Brent and Suzanne's living room. And... Uh, the outpouring of the spirit and how God just swept through and kids hearing for the very first time that they could pray for the sick and that they would recover and that they could all prophesy. And then we even share with them testimonies we've seen in the last several years of how God has just saved kids and how 
um, there's just been, we've seen blind eyes open and all those things. So we don't share those things to just reflect on the good old days, but to give them a leverage for more, to say, okay, our intent is here's the starting place, here's what Christ has done in the battle that's already won for you. So what do you want to do with that? Our ceiling, we always say this, our ceiling is your floor. White, right? Wild part? Yeah. So our ceiling is their floor. And um, so now we have new kids coming in all the time, and they'll just immediately just, there's no, like, struggle. They'll just step into this atmosphere of, oh, I am a son and daughter of a God who really loves me, and there's nothing that I could do to earn his love and nothing that I could do to have that love taken away. And, and we've had many times, like, the first night they're, they're, uh, they come to visit, they'll start prophesying and praying for the sick, and it's, it's just completely normal for them. So um, this is that culture that, that God has just said, hey, this is what's already been done for you. So there's just this ease of passing the baton so effortlessly. Like, there's just no interruption, and the momentum and the revival keeps going and going and going. And um, we actually uh, hit a marker this year where our um, kids that have been with us since seventh grade are graduating high school this year. Will you guys stand up? We have Phoebe and Faith. I don't know if I'm... Yeah. Yes, these beautiful girls have been with us since seventh grade. And um, it's like, wow, God, time flies. And then we have Becky Knight. You guys um, know Becky. She was the very first uh, youth here at Blazing Fire, and she just graduated college. So, you know, it just keeps going and going, and God keeps expanding our global family, and that is just increase. That's just the way of the kingdom. That's how it should be. So, um, First Peter uh, 1, 3 through 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to his abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that's incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away. It never fades away. So we live in this entirely different dimension than in our physical birth as new creations. We get to live in a completely different realm and we get to partake of this pure spotless gift from the Father. So it's our future and it's our present reality because there's no time or space with God and it's set aside for us to enjoy every spiritual blessing. I'm almost done here. So Ephesians 1, I love this, uh, 13 through 14. It says, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. And I think the second one is the mirror translation. It says, your salvation is publicly announced, consistent with the promise of God, the Holy Spirit, who gives authentic guarantee to the fact of your faith, like a stamp of a signet ring that certifies a document. You are in him. In verse 14, it says, he is our tangible link, the title deed to the inheritance that was ransomed and preserved for us. His glorious plan with man is the theme of our celebration. He is the theme of everything of that we do. <laughs> I love that. So what's really neat is the Greek word for guarantee there. It's uh, also the same word used for an engagement ring or a pledge. And so, wow, an engagement ring. And then seal is, to seal in the Greek is to stamp for security or ownership, preservation. So this, this coin, this imprinted in our hands, blood pierced, purchased for us, just really just a symbol God Jesus did it all but he seals the deal of saying everything's yours you inherit the whole earth that seals the deal so just picture Jesus even now just putting a ring on your finger guaranteeing saying you are my purchased possession thank you God we are your purchased possession Oh, thank you, God. <laughs> oh, 
Wow. Thank you, Lord, that we are your inheritance, promised <laughs> by the Father, your inheritance, God. The Father says, I promise you, the people, your promise, Jesus, your promised possession, your purchased possession. Thank you, Lord. You sealed the deal. And Jesus, you are ours. You are our great inheritance. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, even now, just come and let us just taste of your goodness. Thank you, Lord, that there's nothing we could do to earn your love. You've sealed the deal. You told the Father, uh, <laughs> this one is mine. This one, she is mine. This one, he is mine. You've guaranteed it, God. Oh, we just revel in that right now. Thank you, Lord. And we do. Let's just go ahead and stand right now and just put your hands out. Oh, Jesus. Thank you that we are recipients of every spiritual blessing. That is our inheritance. Just break off any false humility, if that's even there at all. Thank you, Lord. We are yours. We are your son. We are your daughter. We are a royal priesthood. We are joint heirs with you. And we live with an open hand, receiving everything you have for us. Everything. Every spiritual blessing. Every one of your promises. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We receive your joy, your peace, your power to raise the dead. We receive it, God. Thank you, Lord. Everything that we could ever ask or want to succeed in life is ours. Thank you, Lord. You just said ask. So we just ask you even now. We ask for the nations as our inheritance, the ends of the earth for our possession, so that they would know you. Even like Trevor was saying, the harvest is already here. It's already here. So we bless them. Thank you, Lord. We welcome them in. And we just stand in that place of rest and knowing that all that you have given your son, God, everything is ours. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Amen. Bless you guys. So, um, if you'd like prayer, I'm going to invite some of y'all up. Didn't ask anyone ahead of time. All y'all. Some wildfire kids to please come up, and some of our college age awesome burning ones to come up too. If you like. Bless you guys.